Excellence Expected, the inspirational business advice podcast. Well, hello there, you fine people. Thank you once again for tuning in to Excellence Expected. And I know that some of you people listen to this in the gym, just like I do with my podcasts. But you've actually made it to the gym. What about you guys listening that haven't made it to the gym? What about you guys listening that are always a little busy for the gym, just like we all tell ourselves that we are every now and again? Being an entrepreneur is pretty tough sometimes. You know, we are we are demanding of ourselves. Our time is pulled all over the place and people need us. But you know what? We set up in business so that we have flexibility, so that we have the freedom to do what we need to do. And there is no better way to achieve focus, mental clarity, and solve those problems that are completely plaguing you than taking some time out and getting some exercise in. So... That is the issue that we're going to challenge today. And I'm actually joined by a fantastic business person, someone that without a shadow of a doubt, you will know. You will either have read one of his books, listened to his show, seen one of his emails, or seen one of his fantastic Twitter interactions. I'm joined on Skype by Mr. Chris Brogan, and we managed to snatch 20 minutes out of Chris's schedule to record a session that defines, challenges, and conquers how entrepreneurs like us can stay fit without the excuses. Set yourselves 20 minutes aside and take this in because Chris really knows what he's talking about and it will get you motivated to get back into that gym, to get back out running those roads and hitting those fitness goals with no excuses. Here we go. Let's just talk about that for a second. What is, what's the, the motivation behind this? Have you always been into fitness? Have you always tried to stay fit or did you have the, the classic entrepreneurial lull that we all do when we start up? Um, I definitely was more in the lull category. I, um, I had never been especially fit, but then somewhere in the end of 2003 and then all through 2004, I did the work and felt pretty good about all that. And then it all fell apart at the very end of 2004, beginning of 2005. I uh, hurt my shoulder. I did a rotator cuff injury there. And then at the same time, work got busy. And that was before I was running my own company. And I suddenly was up to 80 hours or so. And just everything fell back down. Uh, so this this run of it, I think, I, I just started going back and forth with different kinds of fitness activities since maybe 2013. And uh, I've been on a reasonably steady course this year. Uh, and so what I found is just that the whole goal of you know keeping uh, some sort of regimen in place has been really good for uh, everything I do professionally because th- there's a lot of things that connect with them. That is, that's really interesting. One of the things I always find people saying, it's kind of cliche now, I think. You, you obviously hear it on so many shows, you hear it in so many books. It's the importance of keeping fit whilst running that business. But it kind of sounds a little bit obvious, but when you don't do it, it's very difficult to see what the benefits are. Do you find that you do genuinely get tangible benefits within your business from doing this? Absolutely. I mean, I, I have a lot more strength. I have a lot more clarity of mind. I have a lot more endurance to go through a long day without feeling especially tired and not feeling like I need naps. I definitely have a lot more uh, consistency and discipline because of the consistency and discipline I apply to my fitness and health. And so I could tell you that those things alone are really uh, worth stacking up on in my favor. 
And I always wonder personally, Chris, as well, whether there's anything around the problem solving side. You know, when you sort of take yourself and switch channel and maybe battling with a, a particular problem in your business and you, you can't quite see the end of the tunnel on that one. I don't know if you experience the same thing, but I find it quite focusing to go out and just change that channel, do some fitness. And usually by the time I've got back or within a day or so, I've kind of solved that problem. Do you ever find that that happens to you? Oh, absolutely. And uh, I think that there's... There's a few ways that that works. I mean, when one is just the pure letting go of the problem for a moment, and then the other is just the uh, sometimes in in the act of doing your uh, exercise, whatever you choose for that fitness, you remember things like the fundamentals, and you remember to go back to the basics. And I, I think a lot of our problems that we have to solve usually require us to look at the fundamentals one more time. And speaking of fundamentals, that, that's something that I wanted to touch on, actually, because w- with the world of fitness becoming more and more prevalent in daily life and people just, you know, seeing different types of diet regimes and lifestyle choices and workouts and so on, what do you find works for you with your goals? Do you, do you find a, a relatively short routine, a pretty long routine? Is it a big heavy weight session, cardio focus? What's, what's the kind of mix that you've got, Chris? It, well, my goals are, are to get a lot more strong and a lot, you know, I like working on strength type goals. And so, um, cardio is a part of that, but not as much. And I find that, you know, because I still have some weight to lose, uh, working on building really lean, healthy muscle is a much faster fat burner than just uh, running on treadmills and things like that. And so I do a lot of strength training. I do a lot of, you know, real, the, the very basics of strength training, uh, bench press, deadlift squats and, and, you know, uh, chin ups and things and just the real basics because, I find that the other thing that happens is as we get more and more fancy, uh, we think that we need all these different machines and all this equipment and we, we want to try whatever X, Y, Z new plan comes through. But uh, I just find that the basics have really served me well and I, I, I vary up my routine a bit, but I most definitely uh, stick to a lot of strong fundamentals. I think that is such a good path as well. You see so many people skipping these big compound moves, skipping the dead, skipping uh, the chin-ups and skipping the squats because, frankly, they're, they're really hard. You know, and the, the, But that's the real core of it. And I really like the idea of that because you can have such a fantastic workout doing those things in a very short period of time. And I, I often wonder about that with different people's routines, how long they actually spend in the gym per day because that's the biggest excuse that people have. What's your typical daily routine look like in terms of the gym? Are you there hours and hours or something else? Uh, you know, around an hour and a half most times. Sometimes it could be just a little less. Sometimes it could be a little more. I, I Some people seem to be able to get it all in in one hour. But if I have to do some cardio as well, I just can't do that. So I am very um, I do my best to be very efficient, though. So that hour and a half does not involve you know, multiple sets of checking my phone and texting and responding to emails. I try to, you know, keep my rest spots between 90 seconds or so, you know, in between lifts, depending on if I'm trying to lift very heavy and then I might go two minutes between. Um, and in that process, what I'm also trying to do is uh, keep the muscles somewhat under tension a lot more often. And so that is just, you know, another way to apply that effort. I think that you know, when people say they can't find time, it's usually what they're really saying is I've allocated that time to something else. And so I just, I've been able to find the time. Are you a morning or an evening guy or somewhere in between? Yes, I am. <laughs> I do it at any time, really. <laughs> um, my fiance, Jacqueline, she gets up very early and she's at the gym for when the door opens at 5 a.m. And uh, myself, I'm, I, you know, it could be any time. I just finished when we got on this call. So it's my afternoon here. So it's 
that's how I did it today. Oh, that's pretty solid. And I think that's quite encouraging for a lot of us as well, because we see in a lot of the entrepreneurial books, you know, these these real kind of um, direct approach books, say, you know, the morning routine is important, but getting the exercising in the morning is vital. And it kind of makes you feel that if you skip that, well, I just, it's fine. I'll just have to do it on an evening. But then the evening comes, you don't get time. So it makes you feel as if, if you skip the morning, that's it. It's the wrong thing to do. And I think that's really refreshing that you just go when you can fit it in. And just moving off from that, if you can't actually fit it in, let's just say something crops up and you actually you actually have to miss, God forbid, you have to miss a day. What is it like getting back into it? Do you ever find that mental hump? Do you ever find yourself going two, three, four days and just really struggling with that first day back? Or is that is that something you've learned to overcome? You know, it, early on, it was like that. Early on, I, I just didn't quite have a commitment. And I didn't have really a mission. I was going to the gym because I, quote, should go to the gym. And I think that's where you find that ability to just to skip a lot of days. But I'm in training. You know, I, I have plans. I have a project and I'm working on something. And in my mind, if I skip days, then I'm only just really cheating myself. You know what I mean? It's not there's no virtue in having gone to the gym, but there's definitely sin in having not lived to my plan. So that's the way I look at it. And I think that, you know, we look for ways to make excuses for things, but I think that if you work to eliminate all excuses all the time, you find that there's a lot less reasons why not to go to the gym. That is really interesting. I, I wholeheartedly agree with that as well. And one of the things that I personally struggle with is is the prep around the nutrition side. How do you deal with that? Do you do you maintain the nutrition side, and you know, is that something you find yourself prepping for? How how do you manage that side of things? Well, with nutrition, uh, you know, eight, they, there's this thing out there that says that, uh, you know, your health, your physical fitness and whatnot is 80% nutrition. And I don't know if that's true, but I know that a lot of people think that they can out-exercise a bad diet and that's not really such a good plan. I, I spend, you know, not so much time planning or, or prepping, but what I do is I eat a rather simple uh, kind of meal plan and it's very low carb. And so essentially meat and veg is kind of like my plan. So not, you know, I don't have sandwiches. I don't have pasta. I don't have rice. I sometimes have a little rice, but not too often. And I have, um, you know, chicken and fish mostly and uh, some kind of vegetable. Now, uh, what's funny is that, you know, I just read this great article and by great, it validates my dislike of salad. I think <laughs> salad is such a waste of time and miserable and just not a thing I like. Sometimes when people make salads for me, I find them delicious, but every salad I've ever made has tasted horrible. Uh, I'm missing some love in there or something. But there's also not a lot of nutrients in a salad. You know, there's, there's very low calorie, which is great, but, you know, salad's a great deal water. And so I try to eat calorie-dense type foods. So right now my, my lunch right after lifting was uh, some chicken, a little bit of tuna, and uh, some, uh, what are those called, beets, and just a few olives for a good healthy fat. And so that's my that's my meal. And that provides me with lots of energy. I don't get the sort of weird ups and downs that people get when they eat lots and lots of grain and uh, carbohydrate type stuff. And I find that, you know, there's just preparation can be so simple. I mean, anything from, you know, canned tuna fish to just cooking a whole bunch of chicken breasts on a Sunday and having it till Thursday or something. You know, where we get a little weird is, um, sometimes it's that we feel like we, we have to eat some, some huge variety of foods. And I actually tend to eat about the same five meals all the time. And then the other thing is that when well, we travel, but you know, we can make the same things happen when travel. It just requires a little bit of prep and a little bit of homework ahead of time. 
I kind of put that that nutrition point about the same five or six meals in the same camp as the people that wear very similar clothing, the Zuckerbergs, the Obamas of the world. And, and it's kind of one less decision per day to make, which I think is quite interesting, an approach. I don't know if, if that's kind of wholeheartedly the truth, but it kind of feels like it's, it's up there with that. So I, I really value that. And do you supplement with anything, Chris? Do you actually, for convenience or for just to get the extra calories or the protein in, do you actually use supplements as well? You know, I've gone up and down the chain on that. I've had everything from, you know, a good dozen or so, you know, 16 to 19 vitamin pills at a time uh, to just, it always wears me down. So I, I decide to forget about it. And so I, I say that the, what I've seen multiple reports that, that that everyone can agree on, basically a good protein supplement. And if you're not vegan, whey protein supplement is perfectly fine. That's a good, plenty fine thing. Um, so I use whey protein quite often. And then, um, uh, BCAAs and creatine, which these are all uh, proteins and amino acids all built for muscle building. And that's because that's my goal. If you're not really necessarily trying to build a bunch of muscle, then, you know, you maybe don't need to take all that. But I find that, you know, a lot of people who are trying to get fit, they're trying a lot of it from just cardio. And one of the challenges there is that you can end up what they call skinny fat. And uh, skinny fat is where you have lost a lot of weight, but your body is still flabby looking. You know, it's just not, there's just no tone into it. And uh, so I'm kind of not in that mode. I'm trying really hard to make it not so skinny flat. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, it's a great goal. Putting putting muscle on is an interesting challenge. What's what's the calorie intake like at the minute per day? Then are you uh, are you are you throwing them in? Um, you know, not like the not like crazy lifters, but only because I have that goal of uh, shredding fat off at the same time. It is really hard to choose to do both at the same time. Um, it's not necessarily the best plan. My calories are up around twenty six hundred calories a day, and um, sometimes I bring that down a little. Or some days I fast uh, one day out of a week just to see, you know, if I can jolt things a little bit. But it's uh, right now it's working pretty well with steady between uh, two thousand and twenty six hundred calories. Which is pretty attainable as well in terms of the preparation time. You're not having to eat giant meals every two to three hours. So I think that's that's a really fantastic place to be with that. And you mentioned earlier on, Chris, about you know you, obviously you're trying to trying to shred and you're trying to build at the same time, which, as you say, is quite an interesting thing to do. But you did mention right at the beginning of the chat about keeping the heart rate up and 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 actually having an effective way of burning fat through building muscle. And I think for some people in business. They have to go with either the cardio or the weights, perhaps not believing that weightlifting shreds that fat off. In your experience, having trained pretty solidly for a couple of years now, is the weightlifting just as effective for the weight loss? For anyone that's in business and perhaps worried about only having 30 minutes to train, is that an attainable thing to do? If I only had 30 minutes every day, I would strictly do weightlifting and I would do it a little faster and a little less breaks and that would keep it towards that goal. Um, I might or might not do something like seal fit, which is uh, Mark Devine, who's a Navy seal. It's sort of his mix of calisthenics plus CrossFit plus lifting. And, uh, you can get that in about 30 minutes. But what I found is that, you know, back when everyone was telling us do crunches or do sit-ups or whatever to get our abs in better shape. I could never, I never seemed to get any kind of abs, you know, nothing ever seemed to look like anything. Now, evidently I'm starting to get them. They're hidden underneath my fat, but I can see them. Um, and they're, they're coming from things like squats and they're coming from things like holding myself just right for chin-ups and, you know, really engaging my core when I do a bench press. And so I find it's funny that now that I've stopped doing sit-ups and crunches, now I'm starting to get abs. 
That's <laughs> one, one of the biggest myths dispelled right there, folks. I completely buy into that because the core is such a such a stabilizer. And obviously, you meant, mentioned earlier about the rotator cuff, and you know that's such a big stabilizing muscle as well. So, if you are pretty short on time, or if you've perhaps got an hour in the gym, do you do anything to warm up, or do you feel yourself rushing to get out there? Do you do you properly take care of yourself as you, as you get into that mode? Well, <clears throat> I try never to rush um, because I think that. You know, if I can be master of my time, then I can be master of my business. And so I try never to rush. Um, I use, I don't do a lot of stretching, but there is some stretching that I do somewhat religiously. So because of my rotator cuff, I also have a problem with my teres major, which is also up in the shoulder. So my shoulders are crap. Um, I do a, you know, I always call it the old man exercise where you take like a, a very light dumbbell or something. And you wiggle your arm side to side a bit with it and then a little up over your head and whatnot. And some people do it with a band. So I do that to stretch out that muscle before I do anything. And then I also work my lower back and my hips and um, with, with a foam roller and also sometimes just with some deep stretches really quick before I start uh, any kind of lift, especially squats, because that you know, all of we entrepreneurial types who are sitting all the time, we, we're doing no favors to our lower back and we're doing no favors to our legs and hips. So I have to really kind of break up all that, you know, uh, entropy that happens from sitting still all day. And I, I do that before uh, squats or deadlifts. <laughs> I can completely relate to the old man exercise with the dumbbell. You look amazing when you do it as well, especially in my case, if I have really heavy rock music pounding in my mind, I'm lifting a lot of weight, but to everyone else, I'm shucking a three pound dumbbell around which looks amazing <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, i get it it's amazing <laughs> speaking of music are you a podcast guy are you a music guy what powers you through the workouts oh at the gym it's it's uh it has to be music i when i'm on the treadmill i'll listen to podcasts or uh, audiobooks but when i'm uh, lifting it has to be kind of loud music and so I have a Spotify playlist with uh, mostly positive music. I went back and stripped out a lot of the songs in there. Um, and I put in, there's this whole new wave of Christian rock. And I'm, and I'm not especially Christian, but uh, what I liked about the bands were, were that all the songs were really hard and really aggressive sounding. And, and, but with none of this, you know, I'm trying to kill people or, <laughs> you know, so we're all going to commit suicide later on. Um, and yet, you wouldn't know it if you know if you listen sort of uh, without paying much attention. It just sounds like really heavy metal or something. And so I listen to a lot of that, plus a little bit of uh, kind of hard hip hop, and a, a few uh, '90s songs that when they come on, they just make me laugh for the nostalgia of it. Oh, the '90s! There's a there's a playlist on Spotify called '90s Awesomeness, and it it really lives up to its name. <laughs> <laughs> See, I would I would live in that, you know, because I have like, I don't know, Linkin Park and those sorts of boys. Oh, wow. Yeah, I love it. Hey, a recommendation for you as well. So what gets me through is a, if you're into the, the, the kind of hard rock stuff that's really positive, check out a band called Heat from Sweden. They are fantastic for a workout. And I'm in for it, Mark. Sounds perfect. Perfect. Right. I know you are short on time, sir. So thanks so much for that. But before we wrap, we always close the show with three actionable tips. So for us business people that are perhaps struggling to get out to the gym, what three tips, sir, would you give to us? I would say the first is allow no excuses. And I know that sounds hard, but it, you know, it is hard at first. But once you get into that mode of allowing no excuses uh, or building excuse removal systems, you're going to do so much better with everything in your whole life. But just start at the gym and that'll make you, uh, you'll see the microcosm of what you learn from that and you can move from there. Um, tip number two is uh, revisit what you're choosing to eat. 
Uh, a lot of times people are, you know, they explain how they have bad bellies all the time. They tell me how they, they feel uh, worn down all the time. And then if you actually just do nothing more than take photos of your food for an entire week and look at what you've put in, you'll see pretty quick what you might want to change. That's pretty easy. And then a third I would say is get to lifting. Um, and it's great to have someone show you the lifts that, you know, you don't feel, feel free to not go in there and just figure that you can magically guess how to lift weights without anybody's guidance. You can feel, feel free to get a little guidance, but, but lift some weights because I think that you'll find a lot of joy in what you, what you accomplish and don't worry about what the numbers are. Just kind of move yourself up five pounds every week and in no time you'll be at a number that you really like. I love that. That is an amazing point to finish with. Don't worry about the numbers. Don't compare yourself to the guy next to you. It's about your own goals, isn't it? That's amazing. Chris, thank you so much for that. It's been a really powerful and punchy chat. And just before we do wrap it up, where's the best place for people to grab you online? So any preference? Oh, pretty easy. Just swing by chrisbrogan.com. That'll work out fine. Excellent stuff. Check it out, guys. We'll get everything in the show notes as well, Chris. So uh, it'll be easy for the chaps and uh, ladies out there listening to get hold of. Thank you once again, sir. That has been fantastic. My pleasure, Mark. Thanks for having me. And that's a wrap, folks. There we have it from Mr. Chris Brogan himself. No excuses not to hit those fitness goals. And hey, listen, it can have real, tangible, actual benefits to your business as well by staying fit, setting goals and overcoming challenges, not only in business, but in fitness as well. So please do make the time for it. I know I'm going to start making more time for it and trying to hit my own personal goals. So Thanks so much for listening, guys. Honestly, that's been such a fun one. Really, really enjoyed that. And don't forget, everything that we've spoken about, myself and Chris, will be available at, you guessed it, excellence-expected.com. And if you find yourselves one of those people that are saying, well, I'd love to hit my fitness goals. I'd love to get back out running the roads. I'd love to get back in the gym, but I just don't have time. Well, I have something for you. Whilst you're at excellence-expected.com, you can pick up your free copy of the essential 14-day guide to cutting your working hours and increasing your impact. It's going to give you the time you need to achieve the goals that we've spoken about today. Until next time, guys, don't forget, the more you expect from yourself, the more you will excel. Adios. Adios.